Good morning, happy Monday. Oh. Morning. Oh, was it hard for you to get up this morning? It was. Oops, it was for me, let me just check. Right, here we go. <clears throat> Morning, Sarah. Morning, Katie. <laughs> Morning, Sam. Good to see you, bro. Movie. It's Monday. Second day of the week, isn't it? <laughs> right, so we're going to finish Leviticus today. And if I forget at the end to mention it, we've got sharing groups this Wednesday. So no premi in as normal. It's the sharing groups. And also to say, like with the the kids RBT, we've moved to Sunday morning. Sunday morning rather than the Saturday morning. Just thinking it will probably serve members better so you can chill on a Saturday morning. Okay, here we go. So it's Leviticus 26 to 27. The bacon, uh, the Bombay bacon um, ciabatta things are lovely last night. Inspired by the Shum Samovs. Yeah. <laughs> There's no egg in it though, but it's good. So good. RBT help was good on Friday as well. Oh, right there, it's 15 past. <sighs> 15 past, here we go. <clears throat> Do not make idols or set up an image or a sacred stone for yourselves. And do not place a carved stone in your land to bow down before it. I am the Lord your God. Observe my Sabbaths and have reverence for my sanctuary. I am the Lord. If you follow my decrees and are careful to obey my commands, I will send you rain in its season, and the ground will yield its crops and the trees of the field their fruit. Your threshing will continue until grape harvest, and the grape harvest will continue until planting, and you will eat all the food you want and live in safety in your land. I will grant peace in the land, and you will lie down and no one will make you afraid. I will remove savage beasts from the land and the sword will not pass through your country. You will pursue your enemies and they will fall by the sword before you. Five of you will chase a hundred and a hundred of you will chase ten thousand and your enemies will fall by the sword before you. I will look on you with favor and make you fruitful and increase your numbers and I will keep my covenant with you. You will be 
eating last year's harvest when you will have to move it out to make room for the new. I will put my dwelling place among you, and I will not abhor you. I will walk among you and be your God, and you will be my people. I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of Egypt so that you would no longer be slaves to the Egyptians. I broke the bars of your yoke and enabled you to walk with heads held high. But if you will not listen to me and carry out all these commands, and if you reject my decrees and abhor my laws and fail to carry out all my commands and so violate my covenant, then I will do this to you. I will bring upon you sudden terror, wasting diseases, and fever that will destroy your sight and drain away your life. You will plant seed in vain, because your enemies will eat it. I will set my face against you, so that you will be defeated by your enemies. Those who hate you will rule over you, and you will flee even when no one is pursuing you. If after all this you will not listen to me, I will punish you for the sin seven times over. I will break down your stubborn pride and make the sky above like iron and the ground beneath like bronze. Your strength will be spent in vain because your soil will not yield its crops, nor will the trees of the land yield their fruit. If you remain hostile towards me and refuse to listen to me, I will multiply your affliction seven times over as your sins deserve. I will send wild animals against you, and they will rob you of your children, destroy your cattle, and make you so few in number that your roads will be deserted. If in spite of these things you do not accept my correction, but continue to be hostile towards me, I myself will be hostile towards you, and will afflict you for your sins seven times over, and I will bring the sword upon you to avenge the breaking of the covenant. When you withdraw into your cities, I will send a plague among you, and you will be given into enemy hands. When I cut off your supply of bread, ten women will be able to bake your bread in one oven, and they will dole out the bread by weight. You will eat, but you will not be satisfied. If in spite of this you still do not listen to me, but continue to be hostile towards me, then in my anger I will be hostile towards you, and I myself will punish you for your sins seven times over. You will eat the flesh of your sons and the flesh of your daughters. I will destroy your high places, cut down your incense altars, and pile your dead bodies on the lifeless forms of your idols, and I will abhor you. I will turn your cities into ruins and lay waste your sanctuaries, and I will take no delight in the pleasing aroma of your offerings. <clears throat> I will lay waste the land so that your enemies will live there, so that the, your enemies who live there will be appalled. I will scatter you among the nations, and you will draw out my sword. I will draw out my sword and pursue you. Your land will be laid waste, and your cities. Oh, sorry. Will lie in ruins. Then the land will enjoy its Sabbath years all the time that it lies desolate, and you are in the country of your enemies. <clears throat> then the land will rest and enjoy its Sabbaths. All the time that it lies desolate, the land will have the rest it did not have during the Sabbaths you lived in it. As for those who are left, of you who are left, I will make their hearts so fearful in the lands of their enemies that the sound of a wind-blown leaf will put them to flight. They will run as though fleeing from the sword, and they will fall, even though no one is pursuing them. They will stumble over one another as though fleeing from the sword, even though no one is pursuing them. So you will not be able to stand before your enemies. You will perish among the nations. 
The land of your enemies will devour you. Those of you who are left will waste away in the lands of their enemies because of their sins. Also because of their father's sins, they will waste away. But if they will confess their sins and the sins of their fathers, their treachery against me and their hostility towards me, which made me hostile towards them, so that I sent them into the land of their enemies. Then when their uncircumcised hearts are humbled and they pay for their sin, I will remember my covenant with Jacob and my covenant with Isaac and my covenant with Abraham, and I will remember the land. For the land will be deserted by them and will enjoy its Sabbaths while it lies desolate without them. They will pay for their sins <coughs> because they rejected my laws and abhorred my decrees. Yet in spite of this, when they are in the land of their enemies, I will not reject them or abhor them so as to destroy them completely, breaking my covenant with them. I am the Lord their God, but for their sake I will remember the covenant with their ancestors whom I brought out of Egypt in the sight of the nations to be their God. I am the Lord. These are the decrees, the laws and the regulations that the Lord established on Mount Sinai between himself and the Israelites through Moses. The Lord said to Moses, Speak to the Israelites and say to them, If anyone makes a special vow or dedicate persons to the Lord by giving equivalent values, set the value of a male between the ages of 20 and 60 at 50 shekels of silver, according to the sanctuary shekel. And if it is a female, set her value at 30 shekels. If it is a person between the ages of 5 and 20, set the value of a male at 20 shekels, and of a female 10 shekels. If it is a person between one month and five years, set the value of a male at five shekels of silver, and that of a female at three shekels of silver. If it is a person sixty years old or more, set the value of a male at fifteen shekels, and a value of a, and of a female at ten shekels. If anyone making the vow is too poor to pay the specified amount, he is to present the person to the priest, who will set the value for him according to what the man making the vow can afford. If what he vowed is an animal that is acceptable as an offering to the Lord, such an animal given to the Lord becomes holy. He must not exchange it or substitute a good one for a bad one, or a bad one for a good one. If he should substitute one animal for another, both it and the substitute become holy. If what he vowed is a ceremonially unclean animal, one that is not acceptable as an offering to the Lord, the animal must be presented to the priest, who will judge its quality as good or bad. Whatever value the priest then sets, this is what it will be. If the owner wishes to redeem the animal, he must add a, a fifth to its value. If a man dedicates his house as something holy to the Lord, the priest will judge its quality as good or bad. Whatever value the priest then sets, so it will remain. If the man who dedicates his house redeems it, he must add a fifth to its value and the house will, be, will again become his. If a man dedicates to the Lord part of his family land, its value is to be set according to the amount of seed required for it, 50 shekels of silver to a homer of barley seed. If he dedicates his field during the year of Jubilee, the value that has been set remains. But if he dedicates his field after the Jubilee, the priest will determine the value according to the number of years that remain until the next year of Jubilee, and its set value will be reduced. If the man who dedicates the field wishes to redeem it, he must add a fifth to its value, and the field will again become his. If, however, he does not redeem the field, or if he has sold it to someone else, it can never be redeemed. When the field is released in the Jubilee, it will become holy, like a field devoted to the Lord. 
it will become the property of the priests. If a man dedicates to the Lord a field he has bought, which is not part of his family land, the, uh, the priest will determine its value up to the year of Jubilee, and the man must pay its value on that day as something holy to the Lord. In the year of Jubilee, the field will revert to the person from whom he bought it, and one whose land it was. Every value is to be set according to the sanctuary shekel, 20 geras to the shekel. No one, however, may dedicate the firstborn of an animal, since the firstborn already belongs to the Lord. Whether an ox or a sheep, it is the Lord's. If it is one of the unclean animals, he may buy it back as its set value, at its set value, adding a fifth of the value to it. If he does not redeem it, it is to be sold as its, at, its set, at its set value. But nothing that a man owns and devotes to the Lord, whether man or animal or family land, may be sold or redeemed. Everything so devoted is most holy to the Lord. No person devoted to destruction may be ransomed. He must be put to death. A tithe of everything from the land, whether grain from the soil or fruit from the trees, belongs to the Lord. It is holy to the Lord. If a man redeems any of his tithe, he must add a fifth of the value to it. The entire tithe of the herd and flock, every tenth animal that passes under the shepherd's rod, will be holy to the Lord. He must not pick out the good from the bad or make any substitution. If he does make a substitution, both the animal and its substitute become holy and cannot be redeemed. These are the commands the Lord gave Moses on Mount Sinai for the Israelites. Awesome. Man, both chapters finish that way, doesn't it? The 26 and 27, that uh, these are the words the Lord um, yeah, spoke to Moses at Mount Sinai. Um, now you know, isn't it, why he was up there for, for 40 days and 40 nights. The amount um, of information that is relayed. Uh, to Moses on the mountain, the patterns that he sees is just uh, it's it's huge, isn't it? Really big. I love these verses though that have been picked out since the beginning of Leviticus uh, for us, um, and it's twenty six ten that um, on oh no eleven, um, I will put my dwelling place among you, and I will not abhor you. I will walk among you and be your God, and you will be my people. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt so that you would no longer be slaves to the Egyptians. I broke the bars of your yoke and enabled you to walk with heads held high. Uh, chapter 26 is a bit like the, the blessings and the curses in Deuteronomy. Um, there's some similar language there. Um, yeah, that, um, that the heavens above will be like iron and the ground below like bronze. Yeah, um, yeah that, that when, we, when we reject him, um, yeah, there's massive consequences that life then no longer um, is the blessed life. Um, it then becomes a curse. And it's lovely reading that here, isn't it? That uh, there's something, um, yeah, that God's intentions in those times, like of bringing, uh, bringing the curse, um, the curse to life in our lives, uh, is one that is to, to turn us back to him. Um, he's always looking for that, isn't it? The confession of our sin and our repentance, uh, the turning away from uh, evil, the forsaking of evil and turning back to him. Some, some words here, though, are quite different, aren't they, from what we hear. Um, he says, if you remain hostile to me. Um, that's the first time I've, I've recognized that. Um, but that actually, that's, that's really the truth of it. There's a, yeah, there's a hostility towards God that... Um, yeah, we start to, to dislike him, and it gets stronger, isn't it, to be hostile and then to hate him, uh, to abhor him, isn't it? And then it's like how we treat him, he will then take that on himself. 
I will abhor you. But there's this interesting language, isn't it? That um, because that's what it is. People, yeah, we, we can we can so become hostile towards him, um, not want his input in our lives, and not want him to be lord of 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 our lives, and you know, and start to to look at him as like, who do you think you are, doing this or keeping that from me? Um, yeah, but th- but that's that's the cursed life that is. Um, that that's that's going away from him and. Um, yeah, and there's consequences. We, God doesn't allow this, isn't it, for us to turn away from him and life to be hunky-dory. Um, no, it's not so, because that is dangerous. It's death for us. Um, we, need, um, yeah, we need to feel that in order to then turn around and go back to him. Um, yeah, and all the, all the blessings are amazing, aren't they? Uh, that, you know, you'll be having to um, shift around uh, the amount of harvest that you reap because the blessing is overflowing, isn't it? There's more coming in, you have to move that. And it's a, such a lovely language of being in fellowship with him. Um, yeah, so so remember that today that uh, he has come to walk among us, to live with us, um, to smash the yoke maybe that you've taken up that is the yoke of slavery, um, the yoke of the Egyptians. Um, the life of sin is a hard life, but he 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 broke that and... We'll break it again if that's what's needed. Um, yes, yeah, so that we might uh, respond to Jesus' invitation to come to him, weary and burdened as you are maybe this morning, um, that he might give rest for your souls. Um, have a great day today. God bless. Um, so Wednesday is not prayer meeting, but it is in-person gatherings for RBT. Um, and, uh, and the kids' RBT will be on a Sunday morning. Uh, this Sunday coming in the morning, just so that uh, uh, we think it'll better serve the parents not to be up early on a Saturday. Um, maybe you are, but uh, you know, maybe you could have a lie-in. So um, yeah, so that'll be Sunday morning. Uh, that'll be done. Okay, God bless you. Take care. Bye bye.